0: I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. Ah. Oh, okay.
1: I time. Okay, but oh, I was about to start my song and dance. Go ahead.
0: Okay, never mind. I don't want to hear that. Um, I do want to tell you. No, stop it. No,
1: no, sing it. No dance. <laughs> oh my god. Ever since Las Vegas, it's been like this. What you missed at home was the jazz hand. How do you know? She told me she loves me. But how you know? she really I do you know. Don't push and don't shock me. How do you know? It's in her eyes. Well, anyway, it's the Doom to Fail podcast. My name is Tim Dobbs, and I am the color green. I'm not colored the color green. I am the color green. It's a little complex. Let's not worry about it. And with me, as ever, coming through the tubes of the internet, it's the queen of the stars and sky. She works for NASA, Catherine Cogart.
0: My celestial orbs and Stephen Hawking want to know, why are you so jealous, Tim? It's good good to be here. Celestial orbs? Celestial orbs.
1: Oh, you're holding them, I say. <laughs> you may have noticed the the debut of our new catchphrase. Well, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's really gonna catch the nation by storm. <laughs> uh, it's right up there with "Well, whammo." Um, also. uh regular of our show might know that we have a number of series and we like to step through the series like so many Fred Astaire stepping up and down the stairs yeah that works I think <laughs> and this week's series is brand new and we don't have a name for it what's the name
0: I'm calling it film genres is that okay
1: it's a little white bread
0: I know I couldn't think of anything witty
1: uh, that's alright. I'll I'll uh, I'll give it some gravitas. Okay. Film, film genres. genres. This week, in specificity, we're making up words and talking about what specifically, Catherine.
0: Silent films and slapstick comedy.
1: Okay, so why don't we lay out what the this film genres series is all about. I'm going to leave that okay. to you because, uh boy, you are just the expert in this kind of thing.
0: I'm not the expert at all. There's so much to know, but I know more than you, so here we go. <laughs> so, there's two sort of push and pull forces on any film genre. There's the social tension sort of surrounding the era that this genre was born in, and there's uh the sort of technology and the innovation surrounding film that were made in that era, and... The technology and innovation sort of open people up. You can do more and new and exciting things with new and different technology. Um, yeah,
1: James Cameron finds the 3D thing and suddenly he's at the bottom of the ocean. Exactly.
0: That's where we're going to end this whole thing.
1: <laughs> I, I should clarify. When I say the 3D thing, I mean the two-camera system that allows 3D films. <laughs> yeah. I, I totally just said 3D thing, which is not helpful.
0: <laughs> yes, no, that's not helpful. Anyway. Anyway. Uh <laughs> Um, And the social tensions surrounding the area sort of restrict. You can't write about these things. You can't write about these things. You're more likely to write about X, Y, and Z themes because you were born in such and such genre. Um, This week, we're talking about slapstick comedy and the silent film genre, and we'll find that it actually has very little to do with social tensions and more to do with sort of the origin of cinema.
1: Hmm. So this is is almost... Before the social tensions even are aware enough of the technology to have a great effect on it.
0: That's that's totally it. I mean, there are also some really strong social tensions around. You get people like Charlie Cha- Chaplin and he's really affected by the social tensions and stuff around him. But we're not even going to go that far. We're mm. just going to say this is how cinema was born and why it started with slapstick comedy.
1: Sounds good. Good. Uh, I'm glad. Let's get to work.
0: Let's do it. All right. So Tim, do you know how cameras work?
1: Uh, fundamentally, yeah. I mean, I, I I work on the like, yeah, I have an inkling level. I couldn't build one.
0: <laughs> okay, tell me what you know.
1: Uh, so basically, lots of um, we have persistence of vision, which means that our eyes don't really refresh fast enough that when something moves real fast, uh, we see it all blur together. And so. If we see lots of pictures go real fast, they'll start to blur together, and uh, it looks like a moving picture. Am I good so far?
0: Yeah, you're good. And that happens for anywhere from... Or you get that picture from anywhere from one twentieth of a second to 1 5th of a second.
1: Oh, like that's that's uh, how often that we have to refresh?
0: Yeah, that's so, so how often?
1: If we run... Okay. Yeah. And so... Basically, a camera works. I think. I think like an old school camera works basically by taking um, standard camera exposure film. Look at me with all the words I know. And, <laughs> and basically, you just you just roll it through uh, an aperture that lets in light really fast at you know whatever the the frame rate you want to use is. Right. And uh and that that makes the uh moving picture right. Exactly. I'm pretty close. No,
0: right? that's totally what happens? So let's say you'll take 24 pictures of a guy jumping rope within like a second. You put them in order and then you have a second of a guy jumping rope when you flip through the pictures really fast. Same way that like a flip book works.
1: Yeah but it's faster than a flip book right? I could never flip fast enough for it to quite look right. I don't know.
0: You know it's probably looking at maybe like eight, nine, ten pictures per second. Hmm. But cameras will look or these old school cameras that we're going to be talking about um, or about twelve pictures, or frames, we call them in the biz, per second. Oh, look at you. We call it FPS.
1: Just <laughs> so you know. Isn't that a first-person shooter? <sighs> Nerd. I'm sorry. This is a totally different, <laughs> totally different media. Uh,
0: Most cameras today use twenty-four f- uh, frames per second,
1: and that's uh, that's pretty good, right? Yeah. I mean that's. Yeah. Movies seem to look good these days. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that works. Um I think I think video is a little faster, right? And that explains why video and film look look have a different feel? I think so. I think video is thirty frames per second.
0: Whoa. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Anyway, it's, it's a whole weird thing. I, w- I worked at Sears in the electronics department one summer. And uh, surprisingly, you have to learn these things. And you learn about deinterlacing and all these crazy video things. Oh, that's uh, cool. Before they let you to work there. Yeah. And then you forget all of it. And you just be like, the TV is great. You should buy it. Also, buy the extended warranty. And <laughs> they love you for it.
0: <laughs> or they don't love you. Because sometimes the extended warranty, not so
1: great. Oh, no, 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 no. Sears loves the person who sold it. The person who bought the extended warranty made a huge mistake. Right.
0: No, it's true.
1: (laughs) Never buy it. Never buy it. (laughs) Uh, Anyway.
0: Anyway. I have a fun fact for you.
1: Uh, I love fun facts.
0: Okay. Because of this whole frames per second thing, when we go to the theater, we'll spend like at least 50% of the time in darkness because 50% of the time or more, you are in between frames.
1: Is that right? Yeah. I mean, so, huh. But but the frames per second thing, wouldn't it be possible to just have one picture, then immediately another picture, then you know, like with no blank time in between? But that's just not what what it is. It's just There's more blank time than I would have guessed.
0: No. Yeah. Huh. Oh.
1: I like that. It's sort of poetic.
0: Isn't it? I I like and that. Truly,
1: we are alone with ourselves.
0: <laughs> You're gonna be great in this series. This series is gonna be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I I thought it was funny that we were paying like 10 bucks a seat (laughs) to spend 50% of the time in darkness. But hey.
1: Well, yeah, I guess, I mean, the movie must really be worth double the value then. Yeah, exactly. Two hours of that movie would be worth 20 bucks.
0: Whoa. Movies are so expensive nowadays.
1: It's good. They parse it out. (laughs) Okay, so how did these things come to be? I mean, I, I feel like I have a good sense of how they work, but like, uh, come on, somebody invented these. Was it uh, handed down from Moses or um, <laughs> well, I don't know? Well,
0: <laughs> lots of different people invented them and they called them lots of different excellent names like the.
1: I love names. Oh my we goodness. Sh- we you'll, should talk about names more. You'll
0: love these names. I think I have a serious suggestion that's just names. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Funny names people like. <laughs> Um, All right, well, hit me. Okay. What what are some of the good names?
0: The phenakistoscope. The Zoetrope.
1: (laughs) I feel like I've heard that before. Really? Zoetrope? Yeah. Yeah, I don't... Where is that?
0: Have you heard of the Zoopraxoscope?
1: No, but I'm very glad that uh, I have now. My life is the better for it.
0: (laughs) And, of course, there's the Kinetograph. That's the famous one. And, of course, the Thaumatrope. Kinetograph.
1: I like kinetograph. That, I think I just like the word kinetic. It, it has a good good feel.
0: Yeah, it has just the right number of consonants.
1: Yeah. The thaumatrope's not bad. Thaumatrope.
0: The thaumatrope is actually interesting. It's not actually a moving image, but each frame is a different part of a picture. So, for example, you'll have one frame of flowers and one frame of vase, and then they'll be superimposed on each other really fast, and you'll get a picture of flowers in a vase.
1: Oh, cool. Cool, cool, cool. That's like, uh, that's, I mean, I guess it's just a novelty, but it's like, wait, why didn't you just draw the flowers in the vase? That would have saved us all a lot of time.
0: (laughs) That's the thing, though. All of these are just novelties.
1: Hmm. Right? I guess that makes sense.
0: I mean, the kinetograph, like I said, the famous one, is the first true motion picture camera, and it was invented by, who else, but Thomas Edison in his laboratories.
1: Oh that guy. So here's, here's something that I learned today. Uh, I was, I was looking at a presentation about a a proposed new project at work. And, um, it was, uh, I I was thinking in my head, I was just like, huh, so what, I don't understand what they're actually trying to do. Like I get what they're going to go physically do, but I just don't understand like what the goal is. What, What are you trying to learn? And then the guy giving the presentation described it. He said, like, it's an Edisonian approach. And that's when I learned that Edison's general approach to anything was, I don't know, let's just go mess around with it and <laughs> see if something interesting happens. That's really funny. And it's the best spin ever. <laughs> I'm going to use that all the time.
0: That is great. Yeah. 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 That's, um, What's your
1: podcast about? Well, it's kind of an Edisonian podcast.
0: <laughs> I mean, my euphemism is, well, I take a real organic approach to things.
1: Oh, that's nice mm-hmm. Let it grow Just, you know <laughs> Let a, f- a thousand flowers bloom <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I think we'll be right back in a minute On the Doom to Fail podcast
0: The family next door to me It's very, very sad From picture plays i got this face A jolly chaplain man the youngest son, he sports a fun the Charlie Chaplin cane, and wears a funny looking bowler on his little brain. They're absolutely dotty, there's no doubt, and nicely when the family
1: talks aloud, they all do the Charlie Chaplin walk. The Charlie Chaplin walk is all the talk. From London. Hey, we're back. Doomed to Fail podcast. Tim and Catherine talking about silent films. Silent films.
0: And when we last left you, (laughs) we uh, just introduced the kinetograph, which was invented by Edison Laboratories, and it was the first true motion picture camera. That is, you would peer into the top of it, and film would sort of run by really fast, and you would get to see a little... um, image sort of or a a little what would you call it what do you want to call us tim help me out here help me an animation an animation it could be an animation like a horse
1: running maybe or a
0: horse running or something like that um but so this is just something that you peer into you have to buy one for every single home um and so when edison was pressed to make a kinetoscope that could project images he has a great quote for this do you want to help me out with this tim
1: uh, I'd love to. Let me, let me go and get my quote voice on. Uh, <coughs> no. If we make this screen machine that you are asking for, it will spoil everything. We are making these peep show machines and selling a lot of them at a good profit. If we put out a screen machine, there will be a use for maybe about 10 of them in the whole United States. With that many screen machines, you could show the pictures to everybody in the country, and then it would be done. Let's not kill the goose that lays the golden egg. <laughs>
0: What an American.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's weird. I guess I just always assume that all like old-timey inventors and scientists were British, which, you know, Edison wasn't. <laughs> uh, I was tempted to do a British voice when I was about to read that. But...
0: <laughs> no, no way. Super-duper American.
1: <laughs> Seriously, he's he's thinking about the dough.
0: Oh, man. Um... Uh,
1: I love... <laughs> I mean, there's a well, first off, I love that he calls it a screen machine. <laughs> I'm I'm sad that never stuck. But and also that he called the ones that you had to peer into, like put your eyes right up against the viewfinder, he called it a peep show machine. <laughs> were they, they weren't showing that, were they? Were they showing like, you know, naked ladies dancing? What do
0: you think, man?
1: <laughs> of course they were. Of course they were. But hey, but to listen to Edison, it sounds like that was all that he saw their use for. <laughs> Yep (laughs) What an American Um,
0: Alright Fortunately for us, the French killed this goose That Edison was talking about
1: (laughs) You know, that that segue made more sense In your outline It did make more sense in my
0: outline I had a feeling that it wouldn't work But I did it anyway
1: Uh, That's alright Speaking of gooses that lay the golden egg How about those French and their goose (laughs) killing Boy, they hate geese (laughs)
0: Especially the, L- the Lumiere brothers. Um, their last name fittingly translates to light. I love that. I love
1: that a lot. Isn't that cute? Lumiere. Mm-hmm. Isn't Lu- no, Lumiere is the name of the candle in Beauty and the Beast, right?
0: His name also means light. Yeah. Uh, the word did come from his name, just so you know too.
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is all Beauty and the Beast related. <laughs> <laughs> it's about film, right?
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, what was the clock name? It was named TikTok or something, right? talk
1: <sighs> i uh, want to say that but that can't be right i think
0: his name was talk uh
1: if you know the answer doomed to fail listeners please write us doom to fail podcast at gmail.com so so the lumiere brothers uh meant the projector pretty cool yeah uh, how did they do that i mean well i mean what?
0: mirrors light
1: you just shine light, you, you you roll the film by the light real fast, yeah. I guess, is kind of the gist of it, right? Yeah, pretty much. So what was the difference between that and the peep show machine? Was it that, I mean, it was the same basic idea, but one of them, you know, didn't couldn't project very far, I guess? One I of them didn't have mirrors
0: to sort of, and a magnifying glass. That's really uh, all you need to you make a projector.
1: Did you just view the negatives? I'm, I'm trying to figure out how it would work.
0: No, you use the film for both of them.
1: And a projector, on uh, Okay. And, and you it projected. just was a smaller scale.
0: Yeah. This has, uh, so the kinetograph is going to have film running by um, a screen in between, or film running in between a screen and a light, whereas a projector is going to have film and a huge lamp and a mirror and a magnifying glass to get it up on a screen.
1: Cool. I didn't, I, you know, I didn't realize there were magnifying glasses and projectors.
0: Something like that. Yeah. Hmm. Cool. But I think this is something that's really amazing about filmmaking, or early filmmaking. So the Lumiere brothers were also filmmakers. Um, they made a lot of documentary type of things, and we're going to talk about them in a later series that's going to be... Well, I don't know if I'm going to do an episode on that. I don't know. We'll mention it. We'll mention it anyway. Okay. Yeah. So the Lumiere brothers are famous for their documentary type of films. Um,
1: so... They would just film something happening, I guess.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, but they believe very strongly in realism. Um, Hmm. And so you, this is where you get the very, very beginning of sort of should art reflect life or imitate it or la 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 should we just all go to the movies to have a good time or should we go to the movies to have to think about our lives and who we are and this is such a huge and strong debate that is just course through the entire history of cinema and it starts right here
1: uh <laughs> yeah i guess it would i mean this is the beginning of, of popular uh popular filmmaking if they were having this debate before filmmaking it would be weird So, should movies reflect art or what do you think? (laughs) What are movies? I'm confused.
0: (laughs) That's a fine point, Tim. But I'm saying that (laughs) on the other side of, I guess, Paris or whatever the Lumiere brothers are, we have George, um, Melier, I think his name is. And he's a former magician turned actor, mechanic, whatever. And he starts making these, like, huge, elaborate films that are, like, totally non-real
1: isn't that uh that martin scorsese film about him or or about a kid who watches him? what is the name of that that recent martin scorsese film that was like a tribute to the movies i don't know hugo
0: hugo oh i didn't see hugo maybe i should see it
1: oh i i I believe it had uh it was sort of a a tribute to george meli oh because he did like a trip to the moon and stuff right yeah yeah check it out check it out listeners
0: cool Anyway, funny story. The Lumiere brothers, or George Melier, wanted to buy equipment from the Lumiere brothers, but the Umer- Lumiere brothers were like, "You are obviously going to compete against us t- uh. with a cheaper product, so we're not selling to you."
1: Wait, oh, like competition? I thought yeah. I thought it was more like I thought it was more like, "Well, you're going to use it for that not good art, you know? Like are oh, using no. it for evil purposes, No. like showing trips to the moon—nonsense." <laughs> <laughs> Well that's still that's I mean that's good good business uh I guess it's good businessmanship not a word <laughs> but, but on the other hand it it kind of seems like well uh, they could all work together to make movies more popular in general But I guess they were more the Lumiere brothers perhaps were more I mean being inventors and filmmakers those those are sorts of people who don't have a reputation as being really driven by money except maybe edison but but (laughs) a lot of times they're just sort of tinkerers and and artists
0: yes i guess what i love about this group of people is they are totally tinkerers slash artists like 110 percent
1: yeah it's like uh it's like the old old silicon valley guys in the 80s or something you know it's like just this like gung-ho group of people who are like super into this little thing and the field's wide open right
0: (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) What an exciting time. I'm just so into this. I just can't get over how cool this is. Um, (laughs) But I really want to point something out with this series um, with the French.
1: Quick, because I was about to go to break. So, okay, slip it in, slip it in.
0: French and Americans in filmmaking. So what happens is Americans will like have an idea or they'll do something and everyone will reject it or say that's a shitty idea. We shouldn't do that. And then the French will come on along and be like, that's a really great idea, actually. And then the Americans will be like, oh, yeah, it was a really good, great idea. Our mistake. I just think that's really weird. Uh,
1: yeah, that sounds about right. I guess. No, I don't know. I can't, I can't identify a trend like that elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll be right back on the Doom to Fail podcast. podcast hey that's pretty great yeah hey hey cool okay so where do we leave this off i've been I've, I've been marauding the country that's right marauding <laughs> the country <laughs> I think the country the, the, w-
0: the country or
1: <laughs> the bronx uh, everything what do you got i've been marauding <laughs> i think the the definition between wandering and marauding is you carry a hatchet when you maraud <laughs>
0: Don't you have to use the hatchet to maraud?
1: Not necessarily. No no, that's a common misconception.
0: Oh, really? Who died and made you marauding king?
1: Hmm. Uh well, it was a tragic hatchet accident.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you have been using the hatchet to become marauding king. Uh
1: I, I have very little to say about this. <laughs> so Alright, I think we we, we got to the point where we were looking at moving pictures on a screen, and we were all super excited, even though 50% of our time was in darkness. Darkness. And what we haven't touched on so far is, uh, what's up? Why is there any sound to this? How hard would that be? Well, I guess it'd be kind of hard. Uh,
0: yeah, that's kind of what I thought. Um, and the kinetograph was actually designed to accompany the phonograph, right?
1: Oh, yeah, the record player with the big horn.
0: Yeah, so what they did is they sold kinetographs with a special feature um called a kinetophone. And it's just a cylinders and you have little earbuds which kinda look like doctor's earbuds because this is all super old. (laughs) And you listen down into or you're listening and you're looking into the kinetograph. And unfortunately the folks at Edison's lab at Edison Laboratories made like no effort into synchronizing at all so that failed miserably.
1: <laughs> uh-huh. So everything was just a, uh, you know, 10 seconds off or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like watching a bad YouTube clip.
0: <laughs> um and so people I guess just said, eh, we don't need sound. We'll just watch the pictures." Well, we
1: will learn to do without. I mean, it was probably pretty pretty exciting anyway, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Look at that elephant being tased. That's great. <laughs> um and so Moving on, all right, um so what I do want to point out now that that's happened is these <laughs> kinetographs, thomotropes, et cetera had very uh, short reels of pictures, so I mean, the show was like maybe so like five minutes thirty seconds we're talking
1: whoa, yeah,
0: and that's like a really what can good you one.
1: Watching thirty seconds
0: uh vaudeville acts actually,
1: oh, they're perfect yeah. for this, all right. yeah, right. Um, guy walks out, guy talks to the other guy, pie in the face.
0: Yeah. I think it's really weird how we started with these 30-second films, moved on to two-hour movies, cut down to 30-minute TV shows, and then finally here we are watching 30-second YouTube shorts again. So full circle.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's... hm. It's interesting. It's, uh... Oh, boy, that's actually kind of... Because talk about... So at the beginning, the reason it was 30 seconds was techno- technological limitations, And now it's more like societal pressures, just in that uh, let's call it shortening attention spans. Yeah. Oh yeah. Something totally. (laughs) Because the technology lets us, you know, we could do whatever the hell we wanted. I mean, (laughs) uh, and now we just don't want to. Hmm. Hmm. Although I don't think I would have had the patience for thirty-second films on a, a kinetograph either, though. No, especially
0: given that they're crappy vaudeville acts,
1: and <laughs> yeah, not all of them, I'm sure. Okay, I'm sure.
0: I'm sure the horse running was very scintillating. However, <laughs> look at the horse run.
1: <laughs> See, it could be silent because I would supply the music. <laughs>
0: okay, as great as that would be, it would be an hour and a half of setup to sort of take out the previous tape and roll it back up and put in the previous or put in the new tape and. Let's thread that through all the crazy loops. We'll have it up on the blog. It's pretty crazy. Tim's having a great time singing over here. I don't know if you can hear
1: him. <laughs> 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 yeah. I, I, well, geez, that's a uh, that is a whole heck of a lot of work. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But it's worth it to see the horse run. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you think this is actually? I think this is a fundamental, important thing about media, right? Mm-hmm. Which is. Length determines the way that you uh, partake of the media. A two-hour movie, if I really, really like it, maybe I'll watch it again, or maybe a third time. You know, like I, I don't rewatch movies very much. Yeah. I know some people do, but I certainly don't. Whereas things that are really short, YouTube clips of cats doing funny things, um, songs—I mean, music for sure—I mm-hmm. listen to over and over again, and that's sort of how it's meant to be. Uh, taken it. oh
0: yeah I can't tell you how many times I listen to Call Me Baby on YouTube because I am not going oh, to buy God. it
1: <laughs> no no I'm not buying that uh, it's weird two weeks ago I felt like my whole brain had been taken over by that song <laughs> and I guess it's the nature of pop music but now I'm just like oh yeah I remember Call Me Baby <laughs>
0: it's true huh. yeah 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 it died uh, very quickly <laughs>
1: That's alright. Carly Ray Jepsum's gonna be just fine. <laughs> so speaking of Nope, I don't have a transition here.
0: Okay. Well no transition. <laughs> the point is that vaudeville acts were all about slapstick, and that's why cinema has such strong roots in slapstick comedy. The end that's all. Bye.
1: Uh, uh, you have to do uh that's all folks. A baidi a bidi bidi, no. Might be copyright infringement. <laughs> I'm not calling you Porky Pig, Jeez, <laughs> Calm down. Hammy Pig. Hammy Pig? Hammy Pig. Is this something we're going to have to cover later on?
0: What? No, I'm just saying instead of Porky Pig, it's <laughs> Hammy Pig.
1: Oh, because you're a ham?
0: Well, it's another sort of substance made out of pig. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. And so with that. That was the Doom to Fail podcast for this week. Uh, this is a, a real strong start. I feel super excited about this this series. Oh,
0: you should. It's really exciting. I'm so excited. Okay. Okay.
1: <laughs> Can't wait for the next one. Uh, do you have any idea what the next one is? Uh,
0: do I know what... The- oh, yeah. The Coming of Sound.
1: Cool. Yeah. yeah. Stay with us next week. Uh, next week, we'll be talking about... I really promised myself that I would look this up ahead of time after film genres this is uh uh happy hour happy hour and specifically we'll be talking do we, do we know actually I don't yeah know.
0: we're talking about mead
1: mead what's that about is it just for vikings
0: yeah that's the thing what happened to mead we used to drink it all the time and now we don't drink it at all
1: <laughs> uh yeah those were the days yeah Anyway, uh, stay tuned for that. That's going to be super fun. It and is. And in the meantime, boy, I, I really sincerely hope you have a great week. Uh, make it happen. Get out there. You can do it. You know, you're, you are a force of nature. <laughs> Call your mom. Okay. Uh, see you soon. Until then, that's Catherine Cogan over and there. And Tim Dobbs over here. Bye. Bye. My bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I got phone and I'll Bye. tell you what's happening next. Honey, pass it hey, oh, thank you. She sees what she wants to see. <laughs>